Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together, Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the Cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show is brought to you by Skyline Chili. We'll tell you a little bit more about them in just a bit. We're going to be doing another look around the SEC coaching deal because there was some news we're gonna be talking matthew hurt we mentioned him on the last podcast we have an update on that mentioned a little uk baseball and pj washington officially has an agent but let's start with matthew hurt kyle we touched on it yesterday in the podcast that there was a scheduled visit for kentucky and john calipari to go visit matthew hurt he is making his announcement on friday Kansas was also going to go make a visit, according to reports, and neither of those happened. Yeah, that was a weird deal. The I guess the Hurt family told all the coaches who wanted to come visit to uh, turn around and go home. Personally, I, I like to visualize... John Calipari like knocking on, the front on porch. his door, <laughs> <laughs> and the Hurt family like turning off all the lights, shut the blinds, <laughs> slide a note under the door. Our yes. recruitment is finished, but. Uh, more likely sometime before they got on that plane, um, they got word about this. And, uh, like we said, well, no, we didn't say this. Uh, you and I both have trouble keeping track of which shows and things we're talking Mm on. Uh, I mentioned on Tom Leach this morning and you, you noted, uh, on Twitter last night, essentially John Calipari pointed his, his plane a little further West. It looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they plan to do this anyway, but certainly it happened when the Hurt thing uh, went down. They went to Dallas, I believe is where it was, to visit uh, one of the makers. Well, he's in the- California, but I don't know. He's from Orange, California is what his profile says on 247. For some reason, I thought, uh, no. Uh, I mean, that's what I've written down. I thought it was Canada. Well, he could be from there. Orange, Canada, I think. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm losing my well, mind. I know that I know either. the other two makers were up at like it was like Orange, something. Canada. Can we tell the the quick aside story about Thon Maker when you and I were both at uh, Dunbar High School here in Lexington? I guess this has been three summers ago. Oh yeah, and uh, he was there. Was it, it was Winnie and Gabriel? And they, it, they battled each other. And then it was um, wasn't DeAndre eight in there too? Or no, like, uh, not there, while I there was, was there. some other star there, but I think Thon was the main one that now is in the NBA. And he was like, we were all wanted interviews with Winning Gabriel, and this future NBA player was just like standing around, like, and he had this face. <laughs> of like, nobody wants to talk to <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, Winning Gabriel had a real eye-opening second half in that game. Thon Maker dominated the first half, and uh, I think his team was up double digits in the second half. It was right after a Kentucky game, home game, and I left her up and went over to Dunbar to watch it. And uh, and then Winion just kind of like took over the game in the second half and yeah. uh, defended Maker really well. Um, oh, it is Orange, California, or or is that Canada? What is? It? Okay, well, so I'm like doing Google search, and I think all this is technically right, like in a roundabout way. Uh, how do you? Is it how do Matur. you? Mature Mature Maker is was born in the South Sudanese, moved to Australia, then went to Canada. Or no, then went to Australia, 
had a stop in Canada and now plays high school basketball in um, the U.S. So that's kind of his his path. Which <laughs> if you can is, keep track of shoot, him. That's a heck of a path. Um, but anyway, we say all that just to basically say that John Calipari went and visited him. Yes. Um, he's a 2020 prospect, and I have zero insight into his reclassification possibilities, but when you hear about these things, I always keep that in the back of my mind. He's four-star, 69th-ranked player in the 2020 class, six-foot-11, 235 pounds, um, according to his 247 profile. So that's who John Calipari went and visited instead of uh, Matthew Hurt. Yes, and sorry about our uh, scatterbrained uh, minds here. We were just trying to piece all this together. But, yes, um, they ended up visiting with him instead of Matthew Hurt. I would guess the reason would be that they there's some maybe some possibility of a reclassification. I mean, there's there's no question they want to add another big guy, no matter what EJ or Nick Richards do. Mm-hmm. They right now with those if those two are back and Nate Sestina coming in, they still only have three big guys, which is not enough. They had four this year, and I mean we all know it takes one turned ankle or sprained foot or or knee, and you're in real trouble. I mean, and that was with four guys. If you have three, you're screwed. I mean, it would be stunning to me at this point if they do not find a way to add another big guy. Yeah. Um and so like that's the thing. If you're if you're a twenty twenty big guy with any even the the capability of reclassifying and Kentucky to you is like a big deal, this is your shot. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like they they are on the hunt for big guys. So yep. uh Maker will be an interesting one. Um you know, still I'm gonna let you say his last say his name, the one in apostrophe F A L Y. Nefale Dante. Yeah, I'm gonna have to learn that one. <laughs> it's uh, not even that hard. To it's say. not that hard. I just I like it's because the his last name is a first name that I always yeah. want to call him Dante and Fale. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's another option. He's another 2020 kid that's looking at maybe reclassifying. And then there's you know, is there another grad transfer out there? I just I think at this point, especially with Matthew Hurt saying no, it, it, we, well, we, we, we we assume. Yeah, yeah, no. make that clear. Like, basically, I mean, going back, and I think we mentioned this on, on the podcast, it, as soon as Trey Jones came back, uh, like, a lot of prominent people, yeah. a lot of prominent people basically just ended that recruitment, including uh, the most probably high-profile guy is uh, Jonathan Gavoni of ESPN now, formerly of Draft Express. I don't know how that worked out, if, yeah, but whatever. Uh, you know, a guy who's really plugged in on the recruiting scene, and does a lot of NBA draft. Like he basically, he had a tweet after Trey Jones announced that he was coming back that said, "Duke's class with uh, of Matthew Hurt, Vernon Carey, Wendell Carter is going to be playing." Yeah. With Trey. So I was like, "Oh well, that kind of item and that." And then you add to the fact that you know they don't allow both Kansas and Kentucky, who I think many people kind of thought had chances. I think for a good portion of Hurt's recruitment. It was thought that Kansas was the front runner, yep. um, and then Duke and Kentucky kind of pulled back ahead, and now it seems like it is it is Duke. But you know there is still a chance. He There's yeah an on Friday. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to be Kentucky. Um, and then I don't think I've, I've said this. I don't think Jaden McDaniel's comes to Kentucky. I don't think they get him out of the way. And and even if he does, he's not a post player. No. He's a six ten wing. So they've got to go find a big man somewhere. Yes. So maybe it's Maker. Maybe it's Dante. 
maybe it's a grad transfer. Uh, I don't know what else, you know, there's probably a couple more names. You know, we mentioned this, I think last week, there's always a couple guys that we don't know right now who, you know, like we weren't talking about maker last week. Exactly. You know, a couple guys who we don't know in that probably in that 2020 class, or maybe that's already on their radar in the grad transfer market, uh, who will emerge as they see whether or not these other guys are interested. By the way, this is totally unrelated, a, a complete aside, but I feel compelled to mention it. The Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris it appears to be burning to the ground mm-hmm. and is very sad. That's a place I visited a few years ago. Many millions of people have visited. It is a beautiful, beautiful church in a historic building in a historic city, and the pictures are pretty awful. It is yeah. engulfed in flames right yeah, now. Yeah, we're recording so. right about 2 p.m. Uh, here on Monday, and th- those are just tragic scenes uh, that are coming out. Um, coming up next in the podcast, we'll get back to sports and talk a little bit about Will Wade because, whole oh buddy, how about that stuff? Uh, but before that, I do want to tell you guys about Skyline Chili. Uh, we've been telling you about Skyline for a long time. They have delicious cheese conies, delicious three-ways, uh, all kinds of fabulous dishes. The one in Lexington is located right on Richmond Road. If you're driving down, you'll probably notice a little bit of construction that's about to wrap up because the new First Watch and the Roses are right next door to the skyline. Um, it's across the street from the Krispy Kreme there. Uh, Kyle, reco- Kyle and I recorded our 100th episode, and the cheese, the chili, if you're getting it either on a coney or on some noodles, both both very, very delicious. Um, you know, obviously they got the drive through so if you're heading home and you need a quick dinner, you can swing in there and get you something for you and your family. Uh, we recommend you go check it out. I've never had a bad coney from there in my life. So go check out the Skyline on Richmond Road in Lexington, or if you're up in northern Kentucky or Cincinnati, go check out your local Skyline Chili. You are Locked On Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Will Wade, reinstated, I guess, is that his tech, this, uh, the yep. the formal announcement? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just been like a weird kind of deal. Yep. Might as well let him coach in the tournament. But well, they couldn't. I mean, the, the, they yeah. they they lay out why they couldn't um, in their statement. Essentially, they had to pre- protect the university. They had to give an appearance that they were taking it seriously and that they weren't going to just, you know, say, "Well, we don't care if you cheated. Go ahead." You know, they had to say, "We want to ask you questions," and he legally had to say, "I can't answer your questions." And when they were at that impasse to protect themselves, they had to basically suspend him yeah uh apparently he decided to meet with him i guess he got his story together uh had a chance he had a few weeks to to come up with his uh strategy with his lawyers how to not incriminate himself i'm sure and met with him and denied everything which is what they said they wanted to hear a total denial and so they really have no choice but to reinstate him you know based on the terms of his contract and all the legalities there my first reaction which it was basically just you should deny everything because nothing matters. Like, if you deny, then you don't get in trouble. If you uh, if you admit to wrongdoing, then you get hammered by the NCAA. Um, but in this case, with a little more time to look at it and think about it, this is probably temporary. I'm going to guess when federal trials start happening and testimony starts coming out and this 
uh, wiretap that Will Wade is is caught on becomes you know gets some more context behind it. I think there's still a good possibility he loses his job yeah. before the start of next season. But for now, we we not we LSU uh, goes further into this just weird limbo. Um, you know they yeah. they're losing the guy who was on staff there as the uh, lieutenant to Will Wade, who's now on Buzz Williams' staff, I believe, at Texas A and M, and was their interim head coach. Uh, like the whole roster is declared for the NBA draft doesn't mean they're all leaving. Yeah, I think we we didn't mention when we talked about that we misspoke slightly. Um, and it was Emmett Williams who declared um for the draft uh, early as well. So I mean, and a couple guys graduated in, in addition to all those early things. So they've lost Tremont Waters, Javante Smart, Emmett Williams, and Nas Reed, Nas Reed, yeah, and then Bagby Williams is a, was a senior, I believe. I believe so, so too, yeah. basically their top six guys could all be gone. So even if even if you have Will Wade, I mean, and like who's going to LSU right now? I got no <laughs> idea. You know, like who's who's going to sign in this signing period with LSU? Now, was that a move? Was this move to reinstate Will Wade? An effort to like I have, sign some guys I have in the seen spring, that. And, spring uh, period? And like in a weird, like circular way because I was actually like reading some, trying to find some stuff on the Hurt situation, and it led me down a weird Twitter, Twitter rabbit hole, and it brought me to a point where people were saying, okay, well, Matthew Hurt's going to going to Duke, and Memphis is also in on that recruitment. And so that means they still need a power forward, and the Watford kid uh, obviously still has Memphis on his list in addition um, to LSU and Indiana, and now people are saying, well, this, this means... Uh, Watford, who is is the young younger brother of uh, Christian Watford, uh, could could potentially go to LSU because he's from Alabama. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but I guess that gives him a shot. I don't know. It it is just it is just weird. And I, I like if you made me like I, they're going to potentially be in a situation like Louisville was with Pageant for a year, right? Like yeah, that's that's possible, isn't it? It is possible. And I'm going to switch gears on us here. Do it. Evan Daniels, our buddy Evan Daniels, I guess this was about 30 minutes ago, but I'm just now seeing it, says, source, Marquette forwards, Sam Hauser and Joey Hauser are in the transfer portal. That is pretty significant. Sam averaged 14.9 points a game and Joey 9.7. Wow. Well, I, see. I have no idea if there's any Kentucky interest, but wouldn't be the first time that they went into Wisconsin and ripped... <laughs> Ripped uh, the hearts out of a team uh, from Wisconsin. Um, yeah, but they would man. have they would have to sit out a year, would they? How old? I don't know what uh, year in school they are. I, I, aren't they? Well, and Evan just tweeted out that Marquette just sent out a release that the brothers are transferring, so that's basically official now. Um, I, one's older than the other. I was pretty sure. Yeah, so I mean, they're not right. the same year, so that. I know at least you know both of them couldn't be well grad transfers unless you know college sports are weird because you go in the summers you know like you could be a year behind your brother and have made up ground on him in the uh, let's see let me pull up this roster here sorry for our real time but as we discuss Kentucky needing an impact big man here's Sam Hauser a junior from Stevens Point Wisconsin who's six eight two twenty five. 
and Joey Hauser. Joe's Joey's just a, a redshirt freshman, so he would definitely uh, have to sit out. Six nine two thirty. Couple big boys. Good players. And you're reporting that they're definitely coming. Yeah, to no, I have no idea if there's even any. Yeah, I don't know if there's any uh, interest. This is uh, this is uh, what know. it's like to to deal with Kyle Tucker. But I mean, that's a, regardless of whether there's any Kentucky connection. That's a big story in college. That basketball. is a big. Somebody one. is going to get, and I don't know. I'm, I'm I, so, I have no idea if there's a connection here either. But somebody immediately uh, responded to Evans' tweet with something about Coach Brannon. In Cincinnati. At Cincinnati who, Interesting. The Northern Kentucky coach who uh, is just being announced today yeah. as Cincinnati's head coach. And that can lead us into a, another little uh, tweet you had because this is, this is secondary stuff in, in the sense that it's kind of a step away from Kentucky but could have Kentucky impacts. Uh, NKU now looking for a coach because their coach is now the head coach at Cincinnati. And you threw out a name that Kentucky fans will know. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if Joel Justice, Kentucky assistant, gets involved there. His name's been on a couple smaller school, you know, candidate lists, Appalachian State recently. Uh, maybe Tony Barbie. I mean, I think Tony would love to be a head coach again. Uh, it didn't work out in sort of in a spectacular way at Auburn. But before that, he was he did a really nice job at UTEP. I mean, there's a reason he got an SEC job. He may have jumped up in class a little sooner than he needed to or taken mm-hmm. the wrong job. That that Auburn job is hard. Very much. I mean, it took Bruce Pearl a few years to get it cranked up there. Not a lot of people have won there, but I, I think Tony can be a really good head coach. Um, and, and at that level, I think he might be terrific. So wouldn't shock me if one of those two guys, you know, that's not the kind of job to me that, that Kenny Payne would take. No. I mean, that would he'd be taking a massive pay cut. Huge. Uh, the thing for Kenny Payne is you every everyone every offseason wonders like how's he not getting a head coaching job? He's turned down a few, I would imagine, because he's making nine hundred thousand dollars a year at Kentucky, and I would have to pull up the list, but there were I would say several, uh, many coaches that were coaching in the NCAA tournament who weren't making nine hundred thousand dollars a year head coaches. Yeah, so. He's they've taken such good care of Kenny Payne at Kentucky that he's going to have to have a perfect situation. He wants to go somewhere that's probably a name that can win right away. I mean, Northern Kentucky, maybe you could win right away, but um, I don't think that's one for him. But I could see it being Northern Kentucky being a job where uh, Tony Barbie and or Joel Justice had interest. And And if you're smart, I think maybe have some interest reciprocal interest mm-hmm. if you're northern kentucky you could do a lot worse than hiring a guy off of kentucky staff in this state in a state where you mentioned this before we started you've got to recruit sort of locally i mean that's the way you yeah. that's the way you succeed at those programs um and you know you don't get much better name recognition than to be a guy associated with uk basketball uh, in this state so it'll be there'll be something to watch i, I do think somebody on this staff is going to get probably in a serious conversation with somebody about a job yeah at worst before the end of the summer yeah so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and let you know what happens i do find it funny your former colleague tim sullivan at the courier journal he had a tweet that i quote tweeted and uh 
Do how much do you think who texts more often, you and I or Tim Sullivan and Rick Bettino? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they probably FaceTime each other. Uh, but here I is, mean, good for him. He's got a great source no, in Rick. Uh, uh, yeah, I, but here's uh, here's Tim's tweet uh, from yes from uh, Monday, I think, or Sunday. Um, within the last 24 hours, Rick Bettino's name has surfaced in connection with at least these jobs, and here's the list. Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, St. John's, Oklahoma City Thunder, Philadelphia 76ers, and Los Angeles Lakers. Keep thinking somebody will pull trigger because, bottom line, he wins. Like, all those jobs, I think, are kind of humorous in their own ways. But, like, could you, Rick Patino being the coach at Northern Kentucky would be one of the most hilarious things in the history of basketball. I am so pleased to be your coach. <laughs> Northern Kentucky basketball is known worldwide i know i've just come from greece as the greatest basketball tradition in the world <laughs> him like this is the biggest <laughs> and loudest arena i've ever played in <laughs> yes. in my life our starting point guard little timmy timerson is the fastest point guard i've ever coached <laughs> he has the most nba potential of anyone i have ever Ever coached. And then immediately he would compare somebody to Jamal Mashburn because that's what he always loves to do. Our water manager who brings the Gatorade is very similar to Jamal Mashburn. <laughs> Coming up next, we're going to discuss P.J. Washington's... That's, that's Rick Patino Kennedy. Okay. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed. That. I, I don't. I don't try to <laughs> give any kind of context to your impersonations. Um, PJ Washington signed with an agent. And uh, a quick note on UK baseball: You are locked on Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. PJ Washington has signed with Rock Nation, making I'm sure Ramel Bradley very, very, very happy. Um, Rock Nation, of course, was started by Jay-Z. PJ tweeted out, very excited to continue my journey, announced that I've signed with Rock Nation Sports. In preparation for the NBA draft, thank you to everyone who has supported me along the way, BBN, and my entire system. Can't wait to get started. Hashtag RockFam. That's R-O-C fam. Because uh, there's no K there. They don't They do not do that at for uh, Rock Nation. Um you know, Jay-Z famously got fined for going in the Kentucky locker room when he was still associated with the Nets, and then he put it in a song, and then Kentucky played that song at the next Big Blue Madness, I believe. Oh, yeah. That was so, you know, these, these I, listen, like P.J. Washington signing with Jay-Z's agency isn't bad for the brand of Kentucky basketball. Um, but no, I mean, just, maybe they could get Jay Z to come do uh, Madness this year. Well, Drake's never coming back. Never gonna make good on his promise to do a free concert for the kids. Mm-hmm. People, front running liar. Very very mad at Drake. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention was UK baseball real quick, and then after that, we're gonna get in. I have some things to read to Kyle about from the podcast section comment section one uh uk baseball 
Uh, TJ Collette was named SEC Player of the Week after UK won their first series um, in SEC play. They defeated number 10 Old Miss down at Oxford. He hit game-winning home runs in both games of a doubleheader on Sunday. Uh, UK has really been struggling this year in SEC play. They actually doubled their conference win total this week, and they're now 4-11. and They host Louisville on Tuesday. First pitch is at 6.30 p.m. out at Kentucky Proud Park. You can hear the game on 6.30 WLAP in Lexington or stream it at WLAP.com. I know all this because I'll be producing that game. So if you need a little baseball in your life, there you go. Let's jump to some 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 ratings and reviews, Kyle, because I have an important update. Um, we mentioned this uh, sometimes last week. Do you remember J underscore KY that, that hated you? No. Because you defended Cal. Oh, yeah. Well, he... <laughs> I'll really read. I'll read because he actually updated his, his comment okay. on the profile. Um, and the initial comment was, really enjoy the consistency and focus Kyle and Curtis bring to the podcast. Uh, Locked on Kentucky has rapidly become a fixture for me every week. But then Elite Eight loss out came and at nauseum, breathless defensive cow. Da 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 da. Uh, and then it, so it says, update up to a big four star. Still love the podcast. So he went from three to four star. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're, we're slowly but surely convincing this man. Well, uh, or, or woman. I, did, did we know? Did you, no, it just says J underscore KY. Right. So Could be a woman. Very. And either way, thank you for listening. Thank you for upgrading us to a four star. All of them really help. Uh, I'm, here to, I'm here to trash all you Cal haters. <laughs> uh, By the way, Cal deserves to get trashed today. He, it's speaking of trash. Oh yeah, that's something. Not only I does forgot. not only does he not take his trash cans out. Hold on, uh, let me get the because I te- I texted you this this Instagram post. All uh, he makes his. Oh, go ahead. Here, I'll read it from on Instagram. Cal underscore Mrs. AKA Alan Calipari, AKA Kyle's hot chocolate drinking buddy. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> And it is a picture at the post office with a long line, and it says, having some fun today, waiting in line to mail income tax. Roommate, you're a lucky guy. Why has income tax always been my job? I spoil you. Okay, I guess recruiting and signing players is important too. Shrugging emoji. If you need me, I'll be here for a while. Only one gentleman working the window. First off, how the heck is there only one person working at a post office on tax tax day? day. (laughs) That's utterly ridiculous. Um, but this leads us into the other thing, and you can kind of get on Cal because how you make him make your wife mail the taxes? How well, do you- <laughs> he doesn't do the doesn't do any household chores. He doesn't take the trash cans down, and apparently he doesn't do his taxes. But also, why is any <laughs> like you said? Why is anybody in that house doing taxes? I mean that he's probably got with all his, uh, his with his Kentucky deal and all his other side deals the guy's got over probably 10 million dollars a year in income you would think maybe more than that probably, probably more. more than that uh i mean uh, do you think ellen calipari goes on to turbo tax <laughs> and is like hang on let me let me get my uh husband's w-2 here it says she's, she's 9.3 million dollars uh no, we haven't bought any new furniture this year. <laughs> it's it's still still his old recliner. Uh I don't I mean, 
That's a funny thought to think of like Ellen Calipari sitting down with John Calipari's W-2. <laughs> I can imagine like Cal- John Calipari pulling out wrinkled receipts. Yeah, right. Like yeah. yeah. Now, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This was a business expense. This Dunkin' Donuts, these 834 Dunkin' Donuts receipts were all business expenses. Uh also, like, do you get a W-2, or is it a different kind of document when you make $10 million? I'm guessing it's a... It's He's also got, like, a... We, you know, these coaching deals are different, because, like, his what his base salary is, like, 500... is one of those things, like, his actual base salary yeah, is, like, 500000 from the university, and then he gets all this other money from the Nike deal and the yeah. whatever. I don't know. I think it should be like Donald Trump. Show us your tax returns, John Calipari. <laughs> I don't necessarily need to see his tax returns. Just I, I want to just see a live, live, redacted video. Uh, you know, per, personal information redacted video of Ellen Calipari on TurboTax. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there's got to be some kind of like thing where that would be. That's what he would he would need to do is like spin this into an advertising deal, and then someone could do all his taxes for free. Plus, he is. Uh, and if you want to. Advertise with Locked On Kentucky tax people. Uh, it's a little too late for this season, but keep us in mind for next year. You can go see The Financialist, which was is one of our sponsors. Um, I'll read a couple more reviews. And uh, Jack's Wildcat said, Curtis and Kyle do a great job delivering interest, interesting news on Kentucky. I've been a regular listener. He gave us five stars under like Jay, unlike J underscore KY, who's still only up to a four star. All right, so you should rate, review. If you have any questions, you could drop them there as well. Uh, send a tweet out on Monday uh, asking for mailbag stuff. We will be doing the mailbag on the next edition of the show. So send in all your questions. We'll answer all the ones uh, we have time for. Until then, follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnUK. You can follow Kyle at Kyle Tucker underscore. A-T-H. Read all his work on The Athletic. I'm at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H, and you can hear me on 6.30 WLAP weeknights from 6 to 8 and Sunday mornings 9 to noon. Um, as Kyle mentioned, if you're interested in advertising on this podcast, you can shoot us an email, shoot us a DM. Email is LockedOnKentucky at gmail.com, and the DM is at LockedOnUK on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks again to Skyline Chili for sponsoring this edition of the show. We'll talk to you guys soon. You are locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. That was a good setup episode of Game of Thrones. Check, check, check. Got everybody. Gave us an update on where everybody is. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yep. Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the cats. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and. Oh, sorry, just dusted me. Text me.